and RJ Selvason. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, RJ, you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric France and Ajay Salveson with you here on the Full Court Press. We're live today. We're not pre-recording. We are live. We are alive. Like alive from the Cashfell Media Group studio. Dude, we got some great texts last night, man. And we missed them. Our listeners are awesome, but man, they tune in sometimes when we are not there, really there. <laughs> when <laughs> we are not really there. It's just more often than not. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, 435-339-0321. Eric, we got to do something. Really, We got some biz to take care of, okay? 435-339-0321 is our Guild Mortgage text line. I've got two more pairs of tickets. We got to get them out. We need to give these away ASAP as possible. All right? Did you have to be able to get here to get here, pick, pick them, them up, up, and go to the game? It's a big game tonight. So here's so so. How do we do this, Eric? What do you think? How do we give these away quickly so they can get here, get to the spectrum tonight at seven o'clock? Hop up and down on one foot, spin around, and then text us at the same time. <laughs> and uh, spell Ajay Salveson. Spell Ajay Salveson. Backwards. <laughs> backwards <laughs> okay um let's see here eric we got to give these away quickly too uh we got to really hustle here doing show prep on the air is always fun yes because eric and i are the best when we are just chicken winging it which is what we are doing right now as we speak oh okay here's one for you we're gonna get depressing all right let's do that let's do that why because i just i just feel like that might be the best way to go about this uh. I try to avoid that <laughs> emotion as best I can. Okay. All right. Um, when Utah State played at Boise State two years ago, oh gosh, they had a big lead, and they lost it. And they lost the game. How big was that lead? That was one of the... Most epic collapses I've I ever have seen. Ever, ever. I've ever never read. Hey, what was worse, that one or the Pacific game, when when they were up by like six with thirty seconds left and lost? I think in regulation too. The way that that Boise State game played out, all you need is one decent play to go your way. But everything that had to go <laughs> wrong did go wrong. Two nine five one is chicken winging. Chicken winging it even a word. It is now. It is, and it's a big one too. It is a. It's gonna be trending. All right, four three five three three nine zero three two one. How big was the lead that Utah State blew against Boise State at Boise State two years ago, when the freshman Ray J Dennis came in and just took over the game and beat the Aggies single handedly? Four three five three three nine zero three two one. We got two pairs of tickets. Um, you have to be able to use them. Tonight. Yes, you have to use them tonight. And you have to be able to come by and pick them up. By 5.30? By... Uh, 5 o'clock? By 5 o'clock. Well, let's say 5 o'clock. Yeah. 810 West 2nd North. Get here. Come on. Anybody. Two pairs of tickets. I, a big one tonight. Boise State, Utah State. I I don't know what the margin was. You don't? So it's all on you to make sure to verify if it's right or not. Oh, it's right. 
I remember I remember us sucking in this game for the final three minutes of basketball. <laughs> okay. I still remember asking Craig Smith like that. Like I think it was two days later. It was me, Al Lewis, and, and Sean Harrison, and we were in, in the side of the film room waiting for coach. He walks in, and he like sits on top of his table, and Al and Sean walk up, and I'm kind of the last one to get up, and I'm slow to do so. And Craig's like, Aj, it, it, it's okay. I'm not mad. You can come talk to me, man. It, 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 it's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. Uh, let's see here. Six two one one with a guess. Okay. Twenty six. I don't think it was twenty six. Now I gotta make sure. <laughs> I just asked if you knew. <laughs> oh, I remember. <laughs> I remember it really well. Shut up. <laughs> what year was that? Two thousand nineteen. <laughs> over over what period span of time? Uh oh, you know what? That's a that actually might be yeah. In that case, I think he's right. Oh, there we go. Let's see here. I got to make sure I have the right one. This is fascinating radio. Leave me alone. This is oh, live, unedited, unfiltered. Full box score. That is what I'm looking for right there. Mm. All right. All right. So it was. We're going to win so many awards. You. you <laughs> when we submit this tape. <laughs> I don't know who we submit it to anymore, but somebody got to listen. <laughs> <laughs> Four three five three three nine zero three two one. The collapse at Boise State two years ago. Uh, how? Like, what was the margin of deficit? Yeah. Well, what was the comeback? There it is. I think this is it right here. Yep. They scored fifty. Do they scored fifty points in the second half? Two one nine seven has a guess, but doesn't want to win the tickets. So maybe we'll, we'll hold off on your your number. Two one nine seven is right, by the way. You verified that. That yeah, is correct. That's correct. So six two one one is not correct. Then it is not correct. So two one nine seven has a correct number. Should we just give them to six two one one for guessing? Six two one one or two one nine seven. Well, okay. Two one nine seven has a correct answer. Just doesn't want the tickets. Two one one is the only one who was. Given a well, two one nine seven right so far. Yeah. All right. The old mortgage text line. Should we just give it to six two one one? Yeah. Okay. So six two one one. You just won a pair of tickets for guessing and participating in today's <laughs> there show. You go. All right. If you will come to eight ten <laughs> West Second North. Wait. Who did he say? Two one nine seven. I'm already forced to go and have season two. <laughs> forced to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 6211, if you will come to the uh, Cash Valley Media Group uh, building, 810 West 2nd North, I'm just going to write your phone number down on these tickets, and if you will just tell me your phone number, they will give you these tickets. you got to get here by 5 o'clock. We'll have a pair to go see Utah State take on Boise State. Big matchup tonight uh, between the Aggies and the Broncos. Two teams heading in different directions. Oh, my gosh. Can Utah State get it turned around? So night and day of a matchup. All right. Next person to text in and say, go Aggies, you get a pair of tickets. Oh, you have another pair to give away? Dude, I got two pairs. I just said, yeah, two pairs. Oh, I thought you said you had two tickets. No, I have two pairs. Come on, Eric. Uh, Yeah, next person is just text in and say, go Aggies, you win a pair of tickets, but you got to get here by 5 o'clock to this building, pick them up, and use them tonight. That's all you got to do. Come on. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. All right, while we're waiting for that, Eric, uh, I was right, you were wrong again. Uh, 
2197. Stop it. No, 4474. That was not what I just asked for. Try again. <laughs> Come on. Play nice here, 4474. 2951. That, you know what? I actually like that text right there. Break them Broncos. Oh, he can't go to the game. (laughs) Come on, people. All right. Uh, Eric, I was right. You were wrong. Are you Jazz fans, fanatics, ready to say that I was right? The whole entire time, I was right. Are you guys ready to say that? Right about what? The Utah Jazz. I know we're talking about the Utah Jazz, but right about what? They're not a title contending team. I they didn't are disagree not... with you last night about that specifically. The way they're playing, they are not playing like a title contending team. No, but that they are not a title contending team now or later. Now, def- definitely not. They've got some issues. I was at the game and highly frustrated by the lack of defense and focus and communication. They're. Donovan wasn't there. Rudy uh, Gay wasn't there. Hassan Whiteside wasn't there. But there was plenty of talent on that Jazz roster to be able to beat the Houston Rockets. Uh, I've got super a super cu- frustrating. I've got a couple of texts here. I want to read from yesterday, and it reflects into today. Okay, nine four seven five. It texted in the Jazz need a perimeter defense or a perimeter defender. They need to trade for someone. Any ideas on who apart from Jeremy Grant? Ah, I like Jeremy though. I agree they do need to get a better perimeter defender. They need somebody else out there. And Houston showed why. It's bad. They shot 50% from three. I mean, there was a good chunk of the game. They were shooting over 60% from three. Jazz couldn't stop them. Couldn't chase them off the line. Couldn't make them uncomfortable. Uh, one five seven zero. I think the Jazz need to make a splash before the trade deadline. Package bogey and Ingles and get a good wing defender. And buying to the defense. Excuse me, and buy into the defense, and if you are not going to do that, then why not trade Gobert and go away from defense and get you a stretch five? Don't get me wrong. I don't want to trade Gobert, but you have two roads and you need to choose one. Trade Gobert. Trade Gobert. Give me some more offense. This he, is so. He was, he was the leading scorer for a good chunk of the game last night. But it's all on lobs and putbacks. Yeah, it's all lobs and putbacks, though. 2404 yesterday texted in Eric Jordan Clarkson kills the Jazz at the defensive end. Mitchell is struggling defensively as well. That is very obvious. Very, very obvious. Very good point. Uh, let's see here. Got some Aggies text that we'll get through uh, here in a little bit. 2197 text in. Blow up the Jazz roster. They are poo poo. Do we have to restart? Do we have to? No, I mean, uh, do we though? We're get, Eric. Well, they, these guys have lost six of their last seven games, and I think they're all to below like five hundred. I mean, three were to the three worst teams in the league. Okay, but before that, they were like the number one offense and a top five defense, and they haven't beat and a. We want to blow it all up. They haven't beat a top tier team. That is so frustrating to me. I mean, it's just they they can't they can't beat the good teams. So come playoff time, you know what the result's gonna be. It's two one two. Uh, excuse me, two one two two. Second round exit is the ceiling for the Jazz. I would agree. Absolutely. Two nine five one. They would be a title team if everyone stayed healthy, 
And yes, obviously, a better perimeter defender. Okay, so here's the thing. Everyone's healthy. Like, okay, so Mitchell's out. You still can't beat Houston? The lowly Rockets without Donovan Mitchell? You need Donovan Mitchell to save you? From the lowly, poorly coached, poorly execution team of the Rockets. Yeah, worst team in the West. And you need Donovan Mitchell to come save you. No. They should have been able to win without Donovan. Hmm. Uh, 9952. By the way, my mic is loud at me. Jeez. It's loud. Uh, let's see here. 9952. Looks like the Jazz went to the same three-point shooting camp as the Aggies. Yeah, yeah I would three, agree. Three-point shooting for Utah was not good last night. Oh, it hasn't been good for a little bit, it seems like. They had good looks. Great looks. Clarkson had several good looks. So did Bogey. Bogey was bad. Joe Ingles was bad. Defensively, they're horrible right now. Def- that's defensively. Defensively, that's the problem. That's where the problem is. Is on defense. Yeah. Two one nine seven numbers don't win championships. Determination, playing hard, and teamwork does. If I'm the Jazz, I'm listening to any offers. I am too. If the if they're asking about Rudy Gobert, I'm listening at this point. Six two nine four. Do the Jazz struggles coincide with the arrival of Danny Ainge? Me thinks yes. Somebody was suggesting that I saw. Um, who was it? Um, gosh, somebody down in Salt Lake, media guy, suggesting that the you look at the Jazz win loss record before Danny Ainge and what it looks like after Danny Ainge, and it looks like uh, he was proffering that he thought that Jazz players are playing a little bit more tight now because. They've got somebody in that front office who's known as a wheeler and dealer, and nobody feels secure right now. Nobody feels comfortable. Well, now you shouldn't feel comfortable. Now you well, feel, I, I, everything's on the table now. Everything is on the table in regards to the trade block. You're not ignoring any phone call from anybody because you got torched by Detroit, Indiana, and Houston. I'm listening. I don't know, man. The card addict uh, text in. Uh, laughing out loud at anyone saying trade Gobert. That's hilarious. Jordan Clarkson first to go. Keep an eye on Marcus Smart. He may be coming over. And fire Quinn Snyder. I don't think, and, and, and agree or disagree here with me, listeners, please. And Eric, I don't think Quinn Snyder is the problem anymore. I think it's a lack of effort from the players. It's a lack of effort from Joe Ingles. It's dumbness by Jordan Clarkson. It's laziness by Roy Royce O'Neill. It's it's laziness by Rudy Gobert. This is just, lazy basketball. Well, last night what I saw was a team that wasn't really communicating. They weren't hustling to try to cover their spots. Um and I I'm kind of getting tired over the last week. Guys in post-game uh, media availability saying, we know what we need to do, we just got to do it and get better. That's what I and said And then I hear week. it another night when they lose a game, we know what we need to do, we just got to do it and do better. Well, when is it going to click? When is it going to engage? Hmm. So I don't want to overreact because all teams hit slumps. I mean, look, the, the Golden State Warriors right now, they they're three – They've won three games out of their last eight. But are we talking about firing Steve Kerr, 
trading Steph Curry? No, because no, no. But Eric, they're thirty-two and twelve or whatever. This Jazz team is falling apart. They're Golden State is only like a game and a half ahead of the Jazz. Two games ahead of the Jazz. They look better than the Jazz. But we're not pulling out all of our hair saying fire Steve Kerr, trade Steph Curry because they have championships to back it up. The Utah Jazz have second round exits to back it up. First round exits. It's clear there's something going on with the Jazz. That's why I think so too. I but I don't see. But I don't think that blowing it all up is the, is worth panicking over and I overreacting. I want to see Quinn Snyder get angry. I want to see him call out people on the podium. I'm sick of like. Well, he got angry at his players last night. Did he? He was pulling guys aside. He was coming. Like he didn't wait for them when they called the timeout. He wasn't waiting for them to make it to the bench. He was seeking them out and finding them at half court. And he did that to JC a couple times. Uh, he did it to Rudy Gobert once. Um, trying to think, I think he did it to one other guy. I'm trying to remember who that was. But see, I want to see more of that. There's a couple of times where he's bringing them out, and he he's very animated, moving his arms about where somebody should be or what's going on in the court. Guys shake their head. He pats him on the back, and then they come back into the huddle. Has he lost this team? So that's an interesting question. When I hear players say, we know what we need to do, we just need to do it, it's, like it's being preached, it's being talked about, but it's not being executed on the court. I uh, got a couple texts here. Eric, 2951, Quinn is definitely the problem. It's shots not falling in late. Oh, sorry. Quinn is definitely not the problem. It's shots not falling in lazy defense outside of the paint. I couldn't agree more. Joe Ingles is an issue. Uh, in, sp- in fact, speaking of which, 6294, it's also, it's official. Joe Ingles' defense has jumped the shark. This is bad. Like Joe Ingles looks tired, old, and looks like he just wants to quit. He's, he's having a hard time being in in the proper position. Like He made some great plays out there with some nifty passes. Um, he did hit a couple of three-point shots. Look, he had six assists. He led the team in assists. Ten points. He was plus five. He had the best plus-minus of anybody on the Jazz last night. Uh, but when it comes to somebody that wants to go one-on-one on the perimeter, Joe can't hang with them. The card addict text in, play Pascal. Trade Joe and JC keep Bogey, Mike, Rudy, and Don. See, I was a little surprised that Eric Pascal didn't get any minutes last me, night. Me too. I felt like he's kind of earned some of that. Um, he's got to be frustrated too. Over the last couple of weeks. Now, he was a little bit of a, a liability defensively, and that's what we're talking about, what's so problematic about this team. But um, I was a little surprised that he didn't get minutes in the house Got a lot of minutes yeah. instead. And you, I would, I, when we come to the trade deadline, I would expect House to be on the roster permanently for the season. I agree. I think I think there's going to be two players that go, and I think it's going to be him on the roster. 2197 Aggies are struggling too, but at least they are playing hard, especially on defense. And that's true. You're getting a full 40-minute effort from the Aggies. They're just, they can't get over the hump. Right. That is a bit of a saving grace here is that it's not that they're not hustling. It's not that they're... Not getting good looks. They're getting good looks. They're hustling. They're working hard. The shots just aren't falling. Yeah, I would agree. And then they're struggling in the clutch to prevent other teams from scoring. Locking it down. 
All right, uh, we got to take a break. Uh, 6211, if you're still listening, I'm going to come bring up your tickets to the front desk. Just come over to 810 West, 2nd North. If anybody wants another pair of tickets, just text in and say, Go, Ajay. That's all you got to do. That simple. That simple. You don't have to say the words because it might feel weird. I feel weird you saying feel those words. inside. So let your <laughs> let your phone or your thumbs do it for you. If it put it, it makes together, you feel better. G O A. Maybe they don't know how to spell AJ. <laughs> they can spell AJ. You can say AJ. Oh, do that and you lose it. Everything. 435-339. Someone text in. 0321 on the Guild Mortgage text line. Also coming up today, big news with high school hoops. I cannot celebrate this enough. We'll talk about that coming up next on the Full Court Press. You've heard a lot of chatter lately about job openings. Job seekers like you have a lot to choose from. Who has the best pay, benefits, and work environment? Here's your answer. Homestead Cabinet. If you want to work for a company with outstanding pay, monthly profit share, great benefits, four-day weekends, an awesome work environment, and you get a whole week off every two months, Homestead Cabinet in Hiram is the place to be. We need good, hard workers who are humble and curious to work in one of the most technologically advanced shops in the nation. If this is you, go to homesteadcabinet.com. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. Hi, this is Bob Larson with LSS Insurance. Are you confused by TV commercials telling you all that you're missing from your Medicare coverage? These national ads are offered by people you will never hear from again and are only interested in selling you something. Let us answer your questions and show you in detail your Medicare options. We're your local agent, here to help throughout the year. Please call 752-9493. Why not take advantage of every benefit available? Come see us or call 752 752- 9493. The Riverwoods Conference Center is the center in Cache Valley for business, entertainment, and special events. Whether you're hosting a large or small event, you have the choice of inside with all the new modern interior renovations or outside along the scenic banks of the beautiful Logan River. The Riverwoods is an ideal choice offering seamless planning, easy catering coordination, and will make your event as professional or as beautiful as desired. To book your next event or for more info, visit theriverwoods.com or call 435-750-5151. We'll see you at the Riverwoods. Westwood One has all the excitement of the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. On Saturday, it's the Bengals and Titans, followed by the 49ers and Packers from Lambeau Field. Then another doubleheader on Sunday. Tom Brady and the Bucks host the Rams, then the Bills take on the Chiefs. From the wild card round all the way to Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles, the NFL playoffs are right here. It all begins Saturday on your home for the NFL playoffs. Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Welcome back to Full Court Press. Eric France and Ajay Salveson. 
6865 says, go AJ. Okay. He meant Odge. I think that means 6865 wins the next pair of tickets. 6865, do you want to go to an Aggie game tonight? Text in right now, yes or no. If you want to go, tickets are yours. You just need to come pick them up at our building, 810 West 2nd North. Okay, they're yours. I'm going to write the number on them, be here by 5 o'clock, come pick them up, and you're going to the Aggie game tonight. Enjoy it. Speaking of the Aggies, 9952 texts in. Okay. Aggies are Jekyll and Hyde team. Yes. One half, tons of ball movement. Next half, ISO hero ball. Yep. I agree. How do you get rid of... Hey, let me ask the listeners. If it is ISO ball, who do you want to have in the ball in their hands? Rylan Jones or EJ Idlerock? Or Jones. RJ? I like RJ. Better body. I think he can score in more ways. I think he just can get to the paint easier. Um, physical guy with the ball and the dribble. Well, I like Rylan because uh, he's... He may not be the one to score it. Not that he can't, because he can. He definitely can. But as teams start to collapse on him, he could kick it out and find uh, the open man. So, uh, but, you, but you're absolutely right. I mean, this hero ball concept has to go away. Because this team, early in the year, was elite with its ball movement. Getting multiple guys involved... Having defenses, just heads spinning as to where the ball's going to be and who's going to take the shot. Move it around for the best available shot and the best look. So, look, this Boise State team, we talked about it. These are two teams heading in different directions. Boise State has won like 10 in a row. Utah State has won, has lost four of their last five. Definitely different situations going into this matchup tonight between these two teams. Oddly enough, Utah State is favored by one tonight. Is that because we're at home? Yes, probably. But That's I, the only reason, right? <clears throat> but I, look, Boise State's playing with come into this game with a head of steam. Oh, so much, Eric. So much steam. It's like a sauna. They've had these guys have had issues with Boise State, both at home and on the road. Like Boise State get I something always crazy happens with these guys, more so at Boise State when they play there than here. But nonetheless, I mean, they had the two games set last year at Boise State, lost both of those. Those were good games, by the way. Uh, One by nine here two years ago in the uh, Sam Merrill game and then beat Boise State at home by six in 17-18. And in 1819, they also beat Boise State at home. But I think that was a barn burner, if I'm not mistaken. This is going to be a good game tonight. This is going to be a really, really good game tonight. Um, Eric. Uh, so, what, 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 why would ESPN or the Las Vegas odds makers give Utah State the edge in this matchup? I think it's just based on being at home. I, 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 I get the steam, and I get the. And, and, and not to mention, I mean, San Diego State's kind of been put through the ringer, right? Uh, they had a tough one against Air Force, got through it. At Fresno State, uh, is it New Mexico or Nevada? They played, beat them, and they got San Diego State in two days. Like, Eric, they play tonight, travel to San Diego tomorrow, play on Saturday, that would be? Play on Saturday. You're talking about Boise? Yeah. I mean, this is a, it's been a brutal stretch. And for if Boise State can get out of here with either a win tonight or on Saturday, 
you got to give him kudos. It'd be impressive. Yeah, they were last Wednesday. They were in Reno. Then on Saturday they were in Albuquerque. On Tuesday they were in Boise. And tonight they're in Logan. So that is that is a lot of travel in the that span is. of eight days. Yep. That is a ton of travel. Uh right now for Boise State, um, they're averaging about sixty nine points per game. They're giving up fifty nine. Utah State's scoring sixty nine, but they're giving up around seventy five. Boise State shooting 44% from the field, 40% uh, they're giving up from the field, shooting 34, giving up 33 from the field, or from three, sorry. They're shooting 60% at the line. Like, as bad as the Aggies have been, Boise State is 60% at the line as a team right now, Eric. That's not good. It's not going to win a lot of games for you. That's bad. How are they winning on a 10-game winning streak shooting like that? That's unreal. That really is impressive. Um, obviously, you're going to have to watch out for ACOT. He's really good. He's been on a roll. Uh, Justin Rice has been good off the bench. Key Jab is going to be another problem again. Marcus Shaver Jr., he's averaging uh, about 14 points per game, about four and a half rebounds per game, two assists per game. The talented team throughout the lineup. Balanced. Armis is going to be a, is, is a monster, by the way. Armis right now in rebounds. Is averaging about almost nine boards per game. And he's doing a lot of damage on the offensive side of the ball. So tonight your starters will be uh, Acott, Shaver, Keyjab, uh, I think it's Denshenhart or Dijenhart, and Armis. That'll be your starters tonight against Utah State. Uh, let's do this. We need to take another quick timeout. Okay. When we come back, let's hear from Coach Odom about the matchup. Absolutely. Here. By the way, nine nine five two Vegas is crazy favoring the Aggies. Easy money to be made made for non Aggie fans. Would you take it? The one and over. Yeah, I probably would. The way Utah State's been playing, uh, and the way Boise State's been playing, uh, you gonna go for the easy money? I would go with Boise State. Okay. Deal. I don't like that. But. I know. I know. <laughs> it sucks. But you know, you and I are right because remember when we said that Utah State was going to fall to Fresno State, and everyone kind of gave us crap for that. They're like, "Are you guys serious? We're not going to lose to to Fresno State, no, or, or in Wyoming? We're not going to lose to Wyoming." Guess what? We blew both those games. So we'll hear from Coach Odom trying to explain what's going on with his team mm. and what he sees out of Boise State. Also mm. coming up. Big rule change for high school hoops. About time, Eric. I am really excited for this. <laughs> we'll explain it. And uh, we've, we've actually arranged an interview with John Oglesby with UHSAA. That'll be coming up a little bit later on in the show. But uh, stay tuned for that. It's coming up on the Full Court Press. Ascent Aesthetics is a premier aesthetic practice. Doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette of Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat are proud to offer you a professional aesthetics team. The Ascent team is passionate about education, best techniques, products, procedures, and services. If you're looking for help with Botox, fillers, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical-grade facials, or skincare, Ascent will help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. See which Ascent service is right for you. And learn more at AscentAesthetics.com. That's AscentAesthetics.com. What's more important than sleep? Granted, some things are, but not many. This is Ryan at My Mattress, and here we offer the best solution to better sleep, a better mattress. IntelliBed, the gel mattress, cradles your hips and shoulders while providing the best back support possible. Or come in and choose a Tempur-Pedic that boasts 93% of their owners 
love their bed. My mattress, offering the best sleep possible by the South Walmart. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Imagine the other team has an ace in their starting lineup. He's fast, relentless, and his field goal percentage is 73%. What's your team's defensive strategy against a player like that? Well, that player is ransomware, and in 2020, 73% of ransomware attackers succeeded in holding their victims' data hostage. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. The divisional round of the NFL playoffs kicks off with a Saturday doubleheader. Hi, this is Scott Graham. Join me and the rest of our Westwood One crew for all the action. First, the Cincinnati Bengals take on the Tennessee Titans. Then it's a classic NFC battle between the 49ers and Packers from the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. Coverage begins at 4 p.m. Eastern. From the wild card round all the way to Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles, the NFL playoffs are right here. Pre-game begins Saturday at 2 p.m. on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Hey, Eric, uh, getting the same question, a theme with Snyder. Coach Odom, frustration is already building for a lot of Aggie fans because he had some tough losses. Better performances than what you got out of the Jazz, definitely, but some tough losses nonetheless to better teams as well. Do you Are you satisfied what you're hearing from Coach Odom? Because you guys have your post-game press conference with him here live on KVNU. You guys get to hear that and, and hear from Coach. Do you Are you satisfied with what you're hearing from Coach right now? Uh, I mean, I'm kind of with you with your feelings about Quinn Snyder. Like, you're, you've lost four out of five games. Like, show some frustration. I yeah. mean, I, Coach speak. I get it. You don't want to overreact, but – we have to have some kind of a standard that we're trying to live by here, right? Yeah, oh, and we do have a standard, right? I mean, for years, Aggie basketball has been the standard of a conference. You know, in the Mount West Conference, it took us a few years to get there, but we became where the Aggies have became a standard. And now we've lost. We lost to Wyoming at home, Eric. We lost to Wyoming at home, man. Yikes. Um, and, and I get it. Wyoming's a good basketball team, but... You know, you think uh, Air Force is the most inexcusable. Oh man, that that still makes no sense to me. And that, but you now, if you lose to Air Force at home, there's going to need, there's going to, an explanation is going to be need to be made. Someone's going to have to do some explaining because you're going to get hard questions, and you better be able to give the right answers. Four four seven four. We can't root for Brandon Horvath. Shame on you guys. <laughs> four four seven four one. Instead of saying go uh, AJ, wanted to say go Brandon. Oh. We, well, we can root for Brandon Horvath. Well, we are praying for you when he's at the free throw line. I got I got crap on social media once when I tried to root for Brandon when he was making some big shots. Oh, we can't. Let's not be divisive now. Come on. Let's not be divisive. Let's go, Brandon. Here, okay, Eric, you know better. You know better. One five seven zero. I think the Jazz need to make a splash before the trade deadline. Package Bogey and Ingles and get a good wing defender. 
and buy into the defense. If you're not going to do that, then why not trade Gobert and go away from defense and get you a stretch five? Don't get me wrong. I don't want to trade Gobert, but you have two roads and you need to choose one. So he sends the exact same text as he did a few days ago. Oh, yesterday. Uh, oh, I read it. Okay, yeah, because oh, yeah, I read yeah. it earlier. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. to gotcha. repeat that. Yeah, um, look. But look, Bogey, he was the leading scorer for the Jazz last night with 29 points. His outside shot wasn't falling, so he found other ways to score and help his team. You keep Bogey. You either got to keep Bogey or keep JC, and Joe's got to go. I'd love for them to trade Rudy Gobert, but it ain't going to happen. I think Jordan Clarkson is your most tradable asset that doesn't hurt your core. Man, I'm going to miss JC. Joe, I'm not going to miss as much. I'm kind of getting tired of his act. Like four years ago, he wanted to play. He wanted to be here. He had, you know, a little motivation. Now it's just like, guy wants to go home every night. Jordan Clarkson was a minus 15. He was the worst on the Jeez. team. But he provided 19 points off the bench, four assists, and four rebounds. But he made mistakes, notable mistakes on defense. Yeah. No question about it. Uh, two nine five one. Teach Bogey and Ingles some D. We need JC Spark off the bench. Ingles lost his fire. Yeah, I would agree. Like I, I would totally agree. Like there is just that same spark, tenacity. You know, um, because he would get under the skin of, oh, his, of dude, opponents. He enjoyed he doesn't it. Do that anymore. He enjoyed it, man. He loved it. And now it's like he just wants to go there, collect a paycheck, go home. I don't know what happened to that guy. It's gone, though. Like, it, it's absolutely gone. And I think, I mean, I, maybe he doesn't have a lot left in him, honestly. Maybe he's just like, I'm done. Uh, switching gears, let's uh, focus on the Utah State Aggies. Uh, they have a big opponent tonight, Boise State, on a 10-game winning streak. They're on top of the Mountain West Conference. They've not lost a conference game yet. Will tonight be their first? Can Utah State turn their fortunes around? Uh, Coach Ryan Odom sat down with the media to preview Boise State and talk about his current state of the Aggies. Yeah, Boise, another really good uh, Mountain West team. Uh, obviously, they're, they hang their hat on their defense. Um, really good on the defensive end, top 31, I think, nationally. Um, they've got bigger guys. You know, their size is a factor uh, pretty much at every position. Uh, Shavers, you know, is leading them, you know, in scoring – uh, you know, overall, but in Mountain West, you know, a little bit, little bit more. Uh, he's a key, key guy for them. He can shoot off of screens. He can put the ball down one or two dribbles off of screens and still get threes off. Uh, an important player. When, when ACOT and uh, 24, I can't remember, pronounce his name, but. Uh, key jab. Huh? Key jab. Key jab. Yeah, key jab. When they draw double teams in there, like he's getting it out, and, you know, they're finding the right guys for shots. The freshman's really played well since they inserted him into the lineup. Um, and then, you know, the big fellas, one of the best offensive rebounds, rebounders, you know, in the country. Um, you know, I think he's getting four a game in Mountain West play, three, three a game overall over the course of the season. And so – really going to have to to do a great job of controlling the glass um you know against this team and and guard our paint while also getting out to the the proper shooters you know and, and taking away easy easy looks for guys like shaver 
Because you said after the game last night, they they wanted a lot of them take the ball to the basket individually. Is that what they're trying Talking to do? Talking about Boise? Yeah, you were talking. Yeah, you yeah. said that after the game last night. Yeah, I mean they 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 port you. You know, they get to the. It's a little bit like Wyoming. You know, and that their wings will drive and, and Acott's really their point guard will drive it into a position kind of like the Maldonado kid, where it's a post up and. You know they're they're backing you down in there and they're making you make a decision. Are you going to come double? Or are you going to stay and you know and, and play it straight up? How are you going to play it? And so um, they do cause problems, you know, in that regard because of their size and their strength and physicality, ability to to get to the rim. Mm-hmm. What uh, they look like? They have got they're short rotation. They play only about seven guys most yeah. of the time. They look like they're a team that really's done well in their role since they had the one guy go off the team earlier in the year, and that's when they their winning streak has come. It looks like everybody does what they're supposed yeah, to do. Yeah, they inserted the freshman in there, mm-hmm. and he's played really well. He fits in nicely with those guys. He defends his position. Um, you know, he can make spot threes. He goes and rebounds as well. Um, he's a good passer. Um, and so I think that, that mix, you know, has, has helped them. Uh, it's it certainly has made them a little bit bigger too, right? You know, uh, 24 now. You know, he's, he's playing the three, and then you got Acott playing the point guard spot, and you know, Shaver kind of the two, um, and then Armas. You know, he's 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 a, a load to deal with on the offensive glass. So they are clicking right now. Um, you know, coming off of that COVID pause, uh, you know, they've played well. You know, since uh, I know they had a dogfight last night with Air Force, and we know Air Force is is a pesky team, and um, you know one that you got to beat. And uh, they found a way to, to to finish them off there at the end. I know they had a a, a lead, um, but found a way to finish that game. So I know they'll be ready to play to play us, and understand that that it's a big game both sides. Let's see. You got anything? Are we expecting RJ back? I mean, it looks like I've seen him walk around a little bit. But yeah, I mean, we'll long. see. He's not going to start. Um, you know, we'll see how many minutes he he plays. Um, you know, he's uh, you know he's been working out by himself basically, and so he's going to play the game without any real practice. <laughs> um, and so I I think he'll do fine. You know, he's played a lot of games during his career, um, but we'll see how many minutes you know he he gets out there. We'll have to kind of play that by ear. But he looked pretty good today in the workout. Like I was impressed with his his quickness, and and uh, it didn't seem like he'd lost a ton. You know, when you have to take time off like that, um, you know that can that can certainly hurt your fitness at times. So we'll really have to watch that. Was but we he, need his body. Was he very sick? Really very he, he's done okay with it. Yeah, I mean, I think he felt it a little bit, but wasn't it wasn't good. wasn't terrible for him. So I, th- that's, I think all of us would want to know how everybody – this is really a hard stretch to take with what's happened with your team. Yeah. The, the constant games, the, it, the, this, you know, this, it just doesn't quit once you finally got, got these games going, plus the close games and – and have big lead and, and lose and, and chasing all the time. It, it, yeah. This has been a really hard t- stretch for you. It has, and, and the circumstances are the circumstances, right? And the only way that, you know, you can control them is to respond appropriately. And our guys are doing that. You know, they're responding appropriately. They're, they're not – their confidence certainly is, is not where it was, you know, early in the season – you know, we're playing out east and playing really good ball. Our confidence was growing. Well, we're, it's a different team right now. 
Like Brock's not out there 30 minutes a game. RJ hadn't been out there the last couple. You know, Ryland's been kind of dinged up, you know, at times. He gets hit on the first play last night in the nose. And, you know, that's a problem. Bean's ankle, you know, uh, from prior to Iowa on. We've had some stuff going on. And, you know, it's not excuses because uh, nobody in our program is about excuses, but they're just they're, – they're the, they are the circumstances. And we're trying to work through them, you know, and um, with the hope that if we keep the right attitude, if we keep working and we keep beating on that door, that it's going to change for us. We know that we're playing good teams. The teams that we've played, especially these last three, and they've all been – you know, two of the three have been on the road. Uh, one at home, you know, without two guys that, you know, during that stretch early were starters for us and good players. Um, we know their impact and what they're capable of. And we're right there. You know, we're right there again last night. You know, are we 16, 17 points better than Fresno State? No, that was an early lead, right? Fresno State's a good team. They're a really good defensive team. But the bottom line is it came down to it was 53 to 52, ball ends up going out of bounds and they they end up making the play they made the play that they needed to make um when they got the ball back um ended up with the three and 25 sands and um you know and, and they kind of finished it off from there that gave them gave them the the distance that they needed you know or separation that they needed to, to finish the game but you know for us you know nothing's changing you know with our approach in terms of how we're uh, approaching prep, our preparation and how we're approaching, um, you know, the belief, you know, collective belief in our team. But clearly we do have to get a little bit better. And right now, unfortunately, we have game, 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 game <laughs> coming at us. It's a little bit difficult to do that. We do have a little bit of a break after tomorrow night, you know, which could be a, could be a positive. Well, he's right. Uh, after tonight, they do get a break, and yeah. they desperately need a break to adjust some things, to get healthy, but to uh, fine-tune who they are and how they're going to play the rest of this conference slate. Yeah, yes, they're going up against one tough team after another. Some of these are quad one games quad, yeah. uh, at home and on the road. These are tough teams in the Mountain West. They're playing tough. They're just not breaking through. So... It comes down to the the little things matter. You know, the ball movement, ball security, making make sure you throws. make a little layup. And make a free throw. Make a layup. Yeah, all those little things are magnified, and uh, it just that's where it's got to find be fine-tuned for this Aggie team to kind of break through. Yeah. I know we got to get to a break here. we got some texts we'll come back to, both Jazz and Aggie speaking both ways. So we'll get to those here in just a bit, Eric. Boats full of gloves from Burton to Kind, Scott, Gordini, and more 50% off at Al Sporting Goods. 10,000 gloves in every size, every color, men's, women's, and children, all 50% off. Screamer beanies, $9.99. All slippers save 50%. The North Face, Vans, Teva, and more. All winter ski sports, boots, and binding save 25%. Ski goggles starting at $14.99. Clearance prices on Nordic track and pro-form treadmills and ellipticals in stock on sale. Every winter helmet remaining, you save 30%. Deals in every department during Al Sporting Goods' boatload of glove sale. Al Sporting Goods, every sport every season it's that first kiss that moment in time it's that look in her eye when you get the first sign we make it personal you know when it 
Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us, or even talk with us about a loan for your farmer business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally, now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. The divisional round of the NFL playoffs finishes with a Sunday doubleheader. Hi, this is Scott Graham. Join me and the rest of our Westwood One crew for all the action. First, Tom Brady and the Bucks host the Rams. Then it's a rematch of last year's AFC Championship game when the Chiefs host the Bills. Coverage begins at 2.30 p.m. Eastern. From the wild card round all the way to Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles, the NFL playoffs are right here. Pre-game begins Sunday at 12.30 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Uh, Napa Auto Parts has five locations, locally owned from Preston to Providence. Always the best prices on the best parts. And how about receiving a $20 rebate on the purchase of any Napa Legend battery? Sounds nice. So they've got the Napa know-how to get you on the road and get your vehicle taken care of. Uh, you said we got a couple texts that have come through, huh, Jay? Yeah, eight seven nine eight text in. Trading Jordan Clarkson could possibly uh, could possibly be the dumbest move in Utah Jazz franchise history. <laughs> I agree. Trade Rudy Gobert. Two nine five one. Joe Ingles needs to polish up the trash talking. Yeah, man. What the heck, like? Man, he used to get in your head. Like, now he's cracking knock-knock jokes. It's laziness. <laughs> Guy doesn't, sucks. Doesn't seem as engaged. No, 6294. Speaking defensively, I don't know what's going on with Bogey, but Father Time has finally caught up to Joe. He tries to give effort. It just isn't there. Father Time's still undefeated. <laughs> I'm telling you, Joe's on the block, and he's probably going. I just don't know who's going with him or what's going with him. Hmm. Two three oh five. What does Royce O'Neal provide the Jazz? Uh, seems to be very inconsistent. Don't know what he contributes day in and day out. Count on him to score. Reminds me of Niang. Yeah. Do you know what? Two three oh five. Truer words have never been spoken. Why can't we trade Royce and Joe? Royce O'Neal was the leading rebounder last night. Whoopity daw. Fifteen point. Fifteen rebounds. I should say. Fifteen rebounds compared to Rudy's nine. How many points for Royce? Royce also had five assists and two steals. Trade him. Great. He's got value. Then trade him. He only, took, he only made one shot. It just doesn't do anything for me. Defensively, he's lost. He needs to score more. After the game last night, he did go back out under the, uh, under the floor and put up more shots. I hope so. Should have been doing that four years ago. Just he he draws the the most complicated defensive assignment every night. You know what? So does Kobe Bryant back in the day, but he could score at will. Kobe Bryant drove had difficult defensive assignments. So Royce O'Neal should be Kobe Bryant. Royce, we o should expect Royce O'Neal to be Kobe Bryant. Is that where we're at? No, I'm just saying like you don't have to you know score 81 points, 
But you can score 15 points and only give up five on the other end. Instead, he's scoring 15 points and giving up 25 on the other end. When it comes to plus minus, he was a zero. He neither neither hurt the team or helped the team. The team was either scoring more. So he was even. It doesn't even help. He was even. It's just bad. Like if I could trade Joe and Royce, that'd be a win for me. Get rid of those two. Give me for okay, but for whom? A wing defender. That's good. Who? Who? I mean, I, I get what people are feeling, but give me names. Okay. Okay, so you, you, you there's like this magical beast out there that's just available. Jesse just need to find him. Okay, this magical so, wing defender who can also shoot threes and give you 15 points a night, who's just magically available on a roster somewhere. So what if we I trade? I just need to know who who it is. Joe, I've never heard a name. Joe Ingles, Royce O'Neal, in a first round pick for Jeremy Grant. They get a first. They get two See, players. I, I, Joe, Jeremy Grant's more of a stretch five than he is a wing defender. Uh, he'll still help out on that end, but, though. I'd take him in a heartbeat with that. I'd absolutely take him. <clears throat> and, I, and I'd be more than happy to give up a first. I don't know if, he, know if he'll be protected or not. So a first, Joe and Royce for Jeremy. Or give me, I mean, I don't know who's on the block. That's the problem. Uh, that, okay, so that's just what I want to know from our text line. Like everybody's like, okay, get rid of these guys and get this kind of player back. Go go to the trade machine. I don't know what to, what you need to do, but I, I keep hearing get a wing defender. Well, I need something more than that. Okay, if you're going to get rid of guys that have been part of the foundation of this team's success over the last few years, I need to know. Who would come in and be better than what they're already doing? And I'm not saying that that creature doesn't exist. I would just like to know who you have in mind. And do they really add more value than what they would be losing with who you ship away? So I'm not I'm not trying to be critical of those who give these suggestions. I just want something a little bit more concrete of what you have in mind. I get it. We're not general managers talking to other teams. But uh, you know I, what? Need, I need suggestions, not just this mythical beast that somewhere exists in the ether that I can't okay. identify. Joe Ingles and Royce O'Neal for Otto Porter Jr. Actually, you don't have to give up a first for that. Hmm. Well, let's continue to chew on that. Think about it. If you have recommendations, send them along. 435-339-0321. And next hour, big news. Shot clocks coming to high school hoops. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The Tennessee Titans lost star running back Derrick Henry back in week eight, but the Titans still managed to secure the AFC's number one seed. Henry's been practicing with the team for some time now, but yesterday completed his first contact practice. That makes him even closer to a return. There's no denying Tennessee is better off with Henry in the starting lineup. He rushed for over 2,000 yards last season, and he's averaging over 110 yards per game in the playoffs. The Titans could use that kind of performance if they want to keep up with the high-scoring Bengals. Cincinnati is playing its best football at the right time, and the offense has looked potent as of late. 
The same cannot be said for the Titans, but a Henry return could help close that scoring gap. By the way, the Titans are the number one seed for a reason. They earned it through 18 weeks of football. That should make some teams nervous, including the Bengals, because Derrick Henry's return could make them a force that nobody wants to deal with. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. And now a message from Discover about customer service and common sense. When you have credit card questions, it's nice to have them answered by a real live person. You know, a human being who's actually understanding your issues and works to resolve them. Someone with a knack for helping others and has a pulse. In other words, what you don't need is a robot. And that's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. It's live customer service. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Remember all those big dreams you used to have and then life made other plans? With a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van, it's time to bring those dreams back. Start your own business or commit to van life with a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. Now, you could win the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter Mode 4x4 that we have. Enter the Dan Patrick Show Ultimate Camping Rig Sweepstakes. To enter, get official rules. Visit danpatrick.com or foxsportsradio.com. Have to do it by February 2nd. Winter weather means your car is working harder. Get the parts to make your car run its best from your locally owned Napa Auto Parts stores. Receive a $20 rebate on the purchase of any Napa Legend battery. A 16-ounce can of seafoam mortar treatment, $7.99. A gate mouth tool bag, $5.99. And stock up on Blue Heat Ice Melt, 50-pound bag, $10. Always the best prices on the best parts at your five locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts. It's the perfect time to get rid of that old wood stove or put an insert in that old fireplace because the state of Utah's wood stove and fireplace changeout program is back. Advanced Fireplace and Stove says let the government foot the bill up to $3,800 towards your new heat and glow gas insert or fireplace or Vermont casting stove. Do you live in Idaho? No worries. Idaho's changeout program is in full swing. They can assist in the Idaho wood changeout too. Advanced Fireplace and Stove, 435-753-3734 or at advancedfireplaceandstove.com. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. KLGN Logan, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. We are And here's what you need to know. A little bit of a fine heading the way to Dak Prescott. He was fined 25 grand for commending fans for throwing things at officials in Sunday's loss to the San Francisco 49ers. Kansas City Chiefs linebacker Willie Gay pleaded not guilty to a misdemeanor charge today of criminal property damage of less than $1,000. He was arrested on Wednesday night by police. Cincinnati Bengals defensive end Trey Hendrickson clears concussion protocol. He looks like he'll be able to give it a go on Saturday. Speaking of giving it a go, San Francisco, they're likely to get back all three of their players that were injured last weekend for the NFC Divisional Round matchup at Green Bay. Fred Warner, injured ankle, looks to be cleared. Jimmy Garoppolo, he's off the injury report. And Nick Bosa has to clear one more hurdle in order for him to be able to give it a go. He had a concussion over the weekend. For the latest run line, FoxSportsRadio.com. I'm David Gascon. A presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the, it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the... It's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're going to stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker 810. Go. The Eggies. Merrill. 
Jazz. Schools. Also going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and Ajay Selvason. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, Ajay, you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Thanks for tuning in. Joining us on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, the 106.9 The Fan mobile app, streaming on 106.9thefan.com, and listening to us wherever you find podcasts. Search for the Full Court Press, either my name or Ajay's name, and you'll find us and listen to our shows after the fact or some of our past interviews um, here from coaches, players, and others. So appreciate you having a, a you know spending some time with us and uh, taking a little bit of your time out to uh, kind of interact with us, get your thoughts about what's going on. Utah State Aggies tonight taking on the Boise State Broncos. Aggies are favored by one in Las Vegas. Do you like that line? Uh, Boise is on a 10-game winning streak. Utah State has lost four of their last five. Teams heading in different directions. But Utah State's been really close and been real competitive in, uh, in during this stretch. They just uh, The wins just haven't followed. So did they start to put some things together against a good Boise team? I will find that out. Uh, get, love to get your thoughts, your score predictions on that one if you want. Jazz with a really disappointing loss last night. Hard to find... Uh, any legitimate excuses as to why that should have happened with uh, mostly a full roster intact and at least enough horsepower to get a victory over the worst team in the Western Conference, but they didn't. And frankly, they were playing from behind most of that game. Really frustrating. They suck. (laughs) Really frustrating. Uh, I'd rather have them have issues now and uh, work through that so they can be playing at their best in May, late April and May. But uh, I don't know. We'll see what's going on. The trade deadline's not that far away. So we threw this out there, too. Uh, if you'd like to make a trade, if you think the Jazz should make a trade, not only who the Jazz should trade away, but who should they get in return? Don't give me a prototypical type of person you would hope for. I, I need names. Give me some legitimate names and suggestions. I- I'm starting to grow weary of people saying, wow, the Jazz just need a good wing defender. Okay. I can agree with that, but who? Who would it be, and how would he help the Jazz? How would he be an improvement from what they've already got on their roster? Uh, also, big news today, Ajay. want to get into this. Uh, Utah High School Activities Association uh, announcing today that the shot clock is coming to high school basketball. Hooray, hooray, hooray. 10, 15 years too late, but it's great. Look, I remember calling a basketball game for Logan and Bear River uh, in 18. Okay, Bear River's up by four with six minutes and 42 seconds left. They held the ball 
for four minutes and 23 seconds in one possession and then got a backdoor cut on a layup for and one to go up seven. Four minutes. Like, honestly, Greg Matson. Four minutes on one possession? Yeah, I'm not, no, this is not a joke. Greg Matson sitting next to me and I'm like, hey, what's the likelihood they hold this ball for like a minute and a half? Because they're just kind of playing catch on the perimeter. Logan Brown's telling him to kind of lay off his team. You know, hey, hold on. Don't pressure. Don't foul. And I'm like, what's the chance they hold this ball for like two minutes? And Greg's like, there's no way they're going to do that. Dude, they all they did, I think they had maybe two rotations, and they just swung the ball left and right for four minutes and 23 seconds on one possession. I I hate that. And I don't use that word very often, but I hate that about high school basketball. Because you see it, maybe not to that extreme, but you see teams uh, just they'll just hang out on the perimeter Pass the ball back and forth. But Eric, just chew clock Eric, like it doesn't even that? matter. What's wrong with that? What are we doing? Why are we even playing a game? We're just playing catch. We're just running around playing tag. To Let's win. actually run some offense to win. Do, do you want? Do you want a batter? So every. Do you want a batter to swing for the fence instead with a man on first and second and and nobody out to score the winning run? Do you want him to swing for the fence or do you want him to bunt or is that too boring for baseball? Do you want him to swing for a home run? Yes. You don't want him to play just smart baseball and bunt the runners over. Why not? There's options for both. If you're up by four and you can't stop a team from scoring and there's no shot clock there, I'd run the clock. I'd tell my players, you're just going to play an outside perimeter offense, run motion. Do you want to load the bases and give the defense any choice and option for any base to throw it to, or do you want to try to get three runs on the board? If you bunt, they're going to throw you out at first. A smart player will pick up that ball at third, make the throw to first, pick up the out, and make one out. You have runners on second and third in scoring position with one out. Now, if they walk the next guy, then yeah, sure, you got to go out there and try to put up a hit. But if I had a four-point lead... And I can't stop another team from scoring, and there's no shot clock. I'm going to sit on the ball. If I'm not being forced to shoot it, we're just going to play catch until you make us do something. Oh, see, it's I hate smart. That. It's smart. If an offense in football has the ball and they are up three with three minutes left. You want him to go shotgun formation, formation, five wide spread, and just start chucking it? Or would you rather see him hand it off and run the ball, even though it's boring? But they have to run the play. Exactly. But in high school basketball, you don't have to do anything. No, you I mean, sit on it. No, you could. I mean, you. As soon as they pressure you, you've they, got five exactly, seconds to make a move, they, well, then and the then you do it again. Needs to pressure you. The defense needs At to pressure you. At least in the other sports. You have to make them. You have to do something. The defense can or make you, you get do penalized. something if they get up in your grill. The defense, if you got to go pressure them, you don't just sit there picking your nose and scratching your bum. Then maybe you'll actually get something to do. Move the ball around. Maybe you'll force a turnover. Don't just sit there. I'm just saying. You hate the rule, but I'm just. I mean, look. I think it was smart. Just keep the ball until they force you to give it up. Hey, one five seven zero, Eric. I believe the Jazz should consider or seriously consider a coaching change. Oh boy, here we go. 
Quinn is just way too rigid in his lineups. He's unwilling to try new things. As far as trades go, I would say use Bogey and Ingles and maybe a pick. Get Sabonis from the Pacers. I know that is very unlikely, but if they could swing it, it would be awesome. I would take Sabonis. I would love Sabonis. I would take Sabonis. If they but want a first Bogey Sabonis and Ingles. And uh, Gobert play on the same team. Oh, man. If you can give a Bogey, Ingles, and a first-round pick, and you get Sabonis out of that, mm, yeah. Yeah, you should take that. You should take it in a heartbeat, happily. Uh, 8003, did they find a TV spot for tonight's game? I am not aware of one. No, they did not. It will be on the Mountain West Network. Yeah, I think it's only available online. And, and, the, and the reason is because they already had another game scheduled tonight to be on CBS Sports, and this game was a makeup game, so that's why they couldn't get it in there. Uh, also, just in from the Utah Jazz, Donovan Mitchell is will still be out tomorrow f- because of concussion protocol, and Hassan Whiteside is out because of health and safety protocol. So what's the chances Donovan comes back, does a presser, and he's like, yeah, our defense just sucked in the paint. You know, here's the thing about DeAndre Ayton and, and, and Carl Anthony Towns is they just want to win, and they'll do anything to help their team win, and they're unselfless when they do it. But he can't say that because the problem on defense is on the perimeter. It's not in the paint. But look, this high school basketball thing, though, um, this thirty-five was, seconds. Man. This was made possible because a school could or a state could do this, but they weren't. It wasn't sanctioned. Uh, so this national organization that deals with high school athletics all over the all over the country, they ruled in last spring, spring of 21, to make it allowed. If, if a state association wants to adopt a shot clock, they can do that. And then like that, more than a dozen states have now implemented it already. Others are expected to do it here soon. There's been uh, a lot of states, a lot of people have been pushing for this for a long time. Kansas, I was just reading about this, Kansas has really fought this as a state. And they are making it strongly known that they absolutely will not consider a shot clock for high school hoops in their state, which is interesting. Hmm. So uh, I, I want to throw this out there. So anybody that's uh, close to the game, if you've coached or played at the high school level, how does implementing a shot clock change the game for high school basketball? Because I've already had some people say, oh, this is going to change basketball, not in a good way. And I've had others say, hooray, thank you, thank you for finally adopting a shot clock and moving the game along. When they say not in a good way, did they explain why, Eric? Um, no, they didn't. But, uh, well, one person didn't. But another, because it's going to cause these uh, teams offensively to rush into things a little bit more quickly than what they're, they're used to. And so we'll probably see more turnovers and poor shot selection. Hey, 9948 says, I'm with you, Eric. Why have a shot clock in college and NBA but not in high school? I know. But then again, why have four quarters in high school and, and professional but only have halves in college? In college. There's a lot of yeah, screwed you're up stuff. That. That's kind of weird, huh? Make it consistent. Uh, Greg Matson texts in, Eric. He says, I helped coach basketball at Bay River for nine years. I don't think it's going to change the game very much at all. I can't remember one time where somebody stalled out of the game. Only time I can see where it will have an effect is at the end of the quarter where somebody wants to kill 50 seconds and won't be able to. Fair enough. Okay. 
9948. If you can't get a shot off in 35 seconds, you should not have a basketball program. (laughs) (laughs) 35 seconds is a good amount of time. It is. It's a lot of time, honestly. Like, if you get two... Hey, so I have a question. Will they reset the show? Oh, man. Hey, I have a question for you, Eric. Will they reset the shot clock to 35 after a missed possession? Like, for example, it goes to 20 in college basketball, right? Will they reset the shot clock back to 35 on a missed possession um, offensive rebound? Hang on. I'm reading the rules right now. If I find it, I'll let you know. Okay. 5788 says, I think the shot clock is a great in high school. At the at that age, you should be preparing for the next level. Good point. Great point. Uh, 1570. So, Ajay. If you don't agree with the Jazz making a coaching change, how do you explain Eric Pascal getting zero minutes last night and they were shorthanded? Clarkson was out the final four minutes and actually had a hot hand. That is my point, that Quinn won't just try new things. Clarkson rarely closes out games. Yeah, he hasn't really closed out games, huh? No. He'll be hot in the middle of the game, but then he'll go with his, his starters in the clutch. Jordan Clarkson is rarely in the game in the clutch. Oh, man, the Eric Pascal thing is really interesting, and it makes me curious of what if Eric Pascal might be in the doghouse for something. Well, or if Quinn is still experimenting with stuff. No. House, no. House was played 11 minutes. We, we can't be the, – the experimental stuff needs to stop. Like, we're – Why? We're, we're, we're in January. So? What do you mean so? As long so? as you're playing your best basketball, you know who you are in we're April. We're playing our worst basketball. That's what matters. We're playing our worst basketball at but the worst time. The Lakers time. proved a few years ago it doesn't matter where you are in the standings as long as you're playing your best, best basketball. What are you talking about? Are you on drugs? What are you talking about? The Jazz are playing the worst basketball right now, and now we're like, hey, let's experiment with this idea, even though we just lost six or seven. Well, and five clearly they need to figure something out. Teams. Make some kind of an adjustment. Okay, well, then put Eric Pascal in. Like, if that's oh, – we're experimenting here. <laughs> let's experiment by benching Pascal and see how that goes for us. I do like Quinn, though, 1570. I love Quinn. He's smart, intelligent. I, I, I like what he brings, but, man, uh, 6843. Let's see, late 90s in Idaho, we played a way more talented Preston basketball team. We ran out, stall offense from the tip-off, kept the game close. I don't remember the exact final score, but it was like 16-12. to 12. We lost, but didn't get blown out. Hey, see? You were within two possessions of that game. You had a chance to win it at the end against a talented Preston basketball team. You're giving yourself a chance. I remember, uh, I've I've seen way too many games where guy above the three point line would just sit there and tuck it under his arm and stand there, and then eventually somebody will come out and press him, and then they'll kind of dribble and pass it to somebody else on the other side, and they'll do the same thing. It's like, who wants, who wants to watch that? Why are we even doing anything? Why are we playing the game? Okay, go force a turnover then. Go pressure him. Don't just stand there. To go double-team him and foul him? No, you don't foul him. You can play defense without fouling. If you can't play defense without fouling, you shouldn't be on the court. 3-9-3-5. Jazz have been no good since Denny Ainge showed up. Dude, I'm, I'm starting to kind of buy that idea. Yeah, there's, there's kind of a thought that this team is playing a lot more tight. Yeah. Guys are looking over their shoulders wondering if Danny Ainge is thinking about trading him away. He's going to trade him for Gordon Hayward. Uh, by the way, real quickly, shot clock. Looking at the official guidelines for high school basketball, 
um, it gets reset to the full amount. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So then you could take off a minute with two possessions. Yeah. Uh, 9948, maybe the Logan girls basketball team should use the stall tactic. Okay. Oh. Jeez, Moise. Come on, kids. Play nice. We support everybody. Uh, 6789, love Quinn. A little rigid, though, but love Quinn. Phil Jackson is a little weird. Jerry Sloan was a little grumpy. Phil Jackson was weird. And Jerry Sloan was always grumpy. 1570, experimenting. I would think Eric Pascal is experimenting. The point is he doesn't experiment. <laughs> he sticks with the same old, same old. On a shorthanded night, I would think Clarkson should finish a game. A good coach should uh, leave a player in to close out a game if they're playing well and vice versa. Vogel did that last night with Westbrook because he didn't think Westbrook could win the game. And he was right. He was right. Yeah. He's getting all kinds of crap today for it. <laughs> 994. I'm messing with you. Go Grizzlies! What if that was like a player on the girls' Grizzlies team right now that said that? <laughs> so what do you think about the high school shot clock? So it'll be for girls and boys at the varsity level. Schools or regions can decide on their own if they want to use it for freshmen would or Would you JV. do that, by the way? Would you I have, would. Yeah, me too. They need to. I would have all levels use it. It would be it. really weird to be playing at the lower levels and all of a sudden varsity, oh, I got to speed up what I normally do. I would get them as used to it as early as possible. 6860. Speaking of girls basketball, who would win between Logan High and Utah State women's basketball? Seriously. Uh, I'm going to go Utah State women's. Uh, Seriously. Yeah. That's yeah, by even, a lot. Not even. By a very lot. 38935. Do cameras need to be used in high school basketball? Find out where the shot clock is in the event of a close game or controversial call. Eric, you guys might be relied on to do replay. Did he get rid of the ball before the buzzer? Let's go to CashValleyDaily.com, folks. They don't do replay for high school. Could you imagine? You guys would be the only ones that have the replay of the game. Oh, man, that'd be nuts. And then after the game, you guys put it in the archives. People are all going to CashValleyDaily.com. Go back to watch it and realize the shot should have counted or should not have counted. Oh, man, could you imagine? Five eight six zero. I've been saying this for two years now. Clarkson is an issue and is overrated. Wow, he can't play defense. Doesn't pass. Bro jacks it up from everywhere. For a pure offensive guy, he isn't even a good percentage shooter. But here's the thing: five eight six zero. He scores from the bench, and the and the Jazz don't have a guy who scores from the bench. That is the most worrisome thing for me right now. Well. It- What's problematic in my mind with Jordan Clarkson and with what the Jazz have been trying to do earlier in the season is to become more of a team concept, the less ISO, pick on the weakest defensive guy on the opposing team. Except for Jordan Clarkson, where we're going to throw everything out the window, and when he's on the court, he has a green light to do whatever. Like there are, I get it. There are times when he comes in and he's instant offense, and they need that. But it fundamentally changes who the Jazz are when Jordan Clarkson's on the court. But I think it depends. Are you the same team? Well, no, here's the thing, though. Top to bottom? Here's the thing. Or are you a very different team based on what your lineup is? No. And by the way, 5860 emphatically says, thank you, Eric. Here's the... Jordan Clarkson isn't that guy when Donovan Mitchell's on the court. 
when when Bogey's on the court and Mike Conley's on the court. He plays differently with different guys. He like he understands who Donovan is, who Mike is, who Bogey is. And if it's Pascal and Rudy Gobert and Hassan Whiteside, he's going to be the offensive guy. He has to be the offensive guy. He has to be that. Okay, I don't mind that, but do it in the system. But Quinn is said you don't have to do it in the system. That's true. Do whatever you want out there. Not whatever you want, just score for us. Well, yeah. one 5 7 But he does play by different rules. Well, just like in the playoffs, last year Quinn did not make any adjustments and they should have beat the shorthanded Clippers. I was hoping he made change this year due to what happened in the playoffs, but so far he hasn't. And that's and that's true. Last year he made no adjustments. Ty Lue ran him in circles last year in that in that six game series. It was embarrassing. All right, everybody was giving Ty Lue crap for how that series started, but he was just trying to see what adjustments he needed to make. Yeah. Uh 6789, is it fair to say that bench scoring only uh or the the bat the, uh, that bench scoring only utility is to keep your record good enough to get you into the playoffs because the inability or the ability to score against the second unit is not very useful when the postseason comes and the second unit isn't on the floor that much. I hope, and I know you got to tighten your rotation come playoff time, but I hope that bench is just a tad bit extended. Jordan Clarkson, I hope Eric Pascal's on that list. Um, you'll you, uh, on Whiteside, Rudy Gay. Extend it a little bit more for depth purposes. Well, and it doesn't have to be like a line change in hockey where it's all your starters go out and then all the second unit guys come in. You can stagger some of that. You can mix starters with bench guys. 9948, the fact that Clarkson doesn't play defense is the biggest issue. Nobody plays defense for the Jazz. Nobody does. Nobody plays defense. Not even Rudy Gobert? Not on the perimeter. That's not where he lives. But that's where he's getting dragged to. Because he has to because no one else on the perimeter is doing their job. What do you mean no one else? So what, he we get mad at Rudy, but we don't get mad at Joe no, or Bogey or no, Jordan or Donovan. The, we get mad at the perimeter defenders all the time. We don't get mad at Rudy enough. Rudy gets onto the perimeter versus a small stretch five, and he gets cooked every time. But we're like, oh, it's Donovan Mitchell's fault. It's Donovan Mitchell's fault that Rudy couldn't guard that stretch five right there. Like, what do you want Donovan to do? Get a piggyback ride? Stay in ride? front of the guy. But Donovan's Stay in not front guarding of his man. him. It's Rudy's man. They play man. They don't play zone. It's switch Rudy's man. Switch to zone. You can switch to zone. You want him. You want, <laughs> you want the Utah Jazz to play zone? There are elements of their defense that is zone. <laughs> I don't know what you may not be watching the Jazz <laughs> oh, very much, but there are dude. elements of their defense. Do you know that what is the zone. Warriors would do to that defense, and what the Suns would do to that defense? Oh, it's like 138 points without even breaking a sweat. We need to take another timeout. Yes, the we full do. Court press. Uh, coming back, we haven't done pick six in some time. Oh, thank goodness. We need to do that. Also, coming up, we will have a conversation with John Oglesby with Utah High School Activities Association to talk about this new news about the shot clock with high school hoops. Good thing, bad thing. How long was it in the works? Interesting to get his perspective on that. So uh, stick around. We'll hear from him coming up a little bit later on in the show. Crystal Vision would like to thank their clients for their best year yet. They're grateful for your business and trust. It's a new year, so time for a new look. 
Crystal Vision, the gold medal winner in Best of Northern Utah, has a frame style you'll love that will set you apart from others. Take in your current prescription and let Crystal Vision fit you into a new look. Let this be the year your glasses feel like they were made for you. Crystal Vision on 14th North or online at crystalvision.com. Winter is upon us, which is the best reason to have a clean and healthy home. This is Dow with Kim Drive, Northern Utah. Let us come and make your carpets, rugs and upholstery and hardwood as clean as it can be. Platinum certified with the Carpet and Rug Institute and Indoor Air Quality Association. Kim Drive's hot carbonation and quick dry times will leave your homes healthy and ready to combat the cold and flu season. We're a company that you can trust. Call Kim Drive of Northern Utah. Kim Drive of Northern Utah. Kim Drive of Northern Utah. This is Jay with Daryl's Appliance. What happens when an appliance breaks down and the cost of the repair is more than the appliance value? You're stuck with a service call charge at most places, not at Daryl's. With our exclusive Under One Roof loyalty program, we discount the service call diagnostic charge when you decide to buy new from us instead of the repair. That's the Daryl's difference because service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road, open until 6 p.m. on weekdays at 5 on Saturday. The best high school basketball in the state is being played in northern Utah. And every Region 11 high school basketball team is broadcast on local radio and now video streaming on CashValleyDaily.com. All the games are covered on air and online with a dedicated broadcast crew for each school. Listen or watch the exciting action of every game, and after the game is over, go back and watch it again. All the details are available right now on CashValleyDaily.com. High School Hoops, the biggest games of the week. SC Needham Jewelers is where Utah gets engaged. Couples throughout the state buy their rings from SC Needham Jewelers because of our low prices, extensive ring selection, and extraordinary benefits and services with financing available. Go to scneedham.com to learn more. We have many unique and beautiful engagement rings starting at $500. You'll find affordable engagement rings with our integrity price guarantee. This is why we are where Utah gets engaged. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7. SC Needham Jewelers, middle of the block. At the sign of the clock. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. I bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. It's the Full Court Press Pick 6. Ever since March Madness ended, I am so bored. Six things we think will happen this weekend. I don't know how the whole betting thing started, but it's fun. All right, six things we think might happen this weekend. I pick three. AJ picks three. And on Monday, we'll see how we did. We haven't done this in a little bit. I'm going to defer, and you're going to go first. Oh, is that how it's going to go? Yes. All right. That's code for AJ still needs to put his together. Uh, Mine are done. All right. Cade Cunningham points versus Utah on Friday. Setting the line at 22 and a half. Who are they playing? They're playing Utah. Kate Cunningham plays for the Detroit Pistons, who are in town to play the Utah Jazz. I will say on over. Friday. You said 22 and a half? Yes, 22 and a half. Oh. We'll say under. I'm going to take the over. Utah State, three point shooting percentage versus Boise State. Setting the line at 24 and a half. 
say that one more time. Utah State three-point shooting percentage versus Boise State. 24 and a half. I'm going to say under. I'm going to go over. Give them benefit of the doubt. And then who has more rushing yards? Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen? They face each other this weekend. Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to go with Allen. Okay. All right. Uh, We got a big one. Rams, Tampa Bay on Sunday. I'm going to go Buccaneers. Brady's passing. 185 and a half yards passing over under. How many yards? 185 and a half. I'm going to go over. Uh, let's go. This one's interesting because. So what are you going to take? Oh, sorry. I'm going to go over. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has never beaten San Francisco in the playoffs. He's 0 3, man. Is that nuts? That is nuts. 0 3. Aaron Rodgers turnovers versus San Francisco. I'm going to set it at a half. Turnovers versus San Francisco. Yep. Half? Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to go over. And then Utah State women's basketball takes on Wyoming on Saturday. Adriana Quezada. 13 and a half points. Just put AD. AD? Mm-hmm. That's what they call her. Quezada. Yep. They call her AD. AD. Okay. Would you just put AD... All right. Uh, Twelve and a half. Points? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take... She just scored like 30 the other night. She sure did. So I'm going to take the over. Yes. I'm taking the over. <laughs> okay, we need a tiebreaker. Tiebreaker? Um, ooh, who do you got in the Buffalo KC game? Let's pick the winner? Yeah. Buffalo or Kansas City? That game is being played in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. I think that's the closest one. That's only like a one and a half point game. Yeah. Uh ooh. I'm gonna go with Buffalo. I'm gonna go with KC. I think Mahomes finds a way here. Okay. Eric, we had a few texts that came in really quickly. Uh nine nine four eight. We all just need to accept the fact that the Jazz aren't a championship team. Thank you. The Jazz are not a championship basketball team, Eric. Thank you, 9948. Just accept it, Eric. 6789. The fact that no one but Rudy and Royce played defense is why Quinn didn't make any adjustments against the Clippers. He had none to make. Go ask Tony Jones. Poor guy explained that last year until he was blue in the face. (laughs) That's true. 5860. And well, and you know, the adjustments as I think come from who I why not Derek Favors on the court? Like, why not just see if he can guard the perimeter any better? You know, I think that's what we were kind of asking about. 5860. The entire team changes when Clarkson is on the court. It's like the team doesn't exist. He will drive into the double coverage and then take the crazy falling backwards shots. He can't be the offensive jolt they need off the bench when his mediocre shooting or when with his mediocre shooting numbers. 5242 says we need to hold Donovan accountable for his terrible thank you for his terrible shot selection. 
Donovan takes bad shots and never gets in trouble. Everyone's like, oh, what a what a great effort by Donovan Mitchell. No, it's a stupid shot. Thank I thank you. These five two four two nine nine four eight. They understand it. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's I enough. Just, something needs to happen with the team. I, I I grant that. But I don't know that we need to overreact. I think that's it's not overreacting. It's with. realism. You want to, but the, the, before this stretch, where part of these losses were explainable because of injuries and COVID. Before this stretch, they were the number one offense and a top five defense, and we just we still wanted to blow it up. They can't win in the first or second round, yes. And they can't win in the first or second round, so yes. 2-4-1-7, I will never accept the Jazz as anything less than a championship team. There you go. You're going to be holding on to failure the rest of your life until they're sold to Las Vegas, so congratulations to you. <laughs> uh, another quick timeout here in the Full Court Press. Um, John Oglesby coming up, right? Yeah, we'll hear from John Oglesby with the Utah High School Activities Association. Shot clock coming to high school basketball. I, I really particularly interested in somebody who is refereed or coached at the high school level. How do you feel like this changes the game? Is it a good thing? Uh, I've heard some complaints. How how do you feel it hurts the game? 435-339-0321 here on the Full Court Press. This is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. We often hear people say, I wish I could use White Pine, but I've already paid for arrangements elsewhere. Know that if you've already pre-planned with a different funeral home, you can still call White Pine. If you are being told you'll lose up to 25% of your money, White Pine will provide a discount equal to any fee for switching. If you have any questions, please stop by for a visit or give us a call. We would love to meet you and explain in more detail. White Pine Funeral Services, here when you need us most. Steven, stop dragging your feet. Don't you give me that look. You've had a bad attitude all day. Now look, I know you'd rather be with your friends right now, but this has to be done, and either you start cooperating or I'm going to start taking things away from you. And I think you know what that means, don't you, Stephen? Yes, I, I do. All right. Okay. Watch it. Bigger isn't always better. At Castalite, you'll choose from a huge selection of pavers and receive help from experts. You'll see just how easy it is to do it yourself. For brick, block, rock, paver, and tile, go where the pros go. Online at castalite.com. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Hey! 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Thanks for tuning in to the Full Court Press. And, Ajay, before we get into John Oglesby and high school shot clocks, uh, this surprising news that came down the wire today. I want to get your reaction to robot umpires at home plates. That will begin this year in AAA. And it's one step closer to the major leagues. That's um, crazy. So Major League Baseball, using um, automated strike zone experiment, and um, that's, that's the highest level of yeah, baseball outside of the majors. short of the show. So Major League Baseball is like looking for employees. There's a hiring notice to find some seasonal employees to operate these these systems. So well, how like how, sit there and babysit them to make sure they stay on and they work. So like how so the robot makes the decision 
I'm interested to see how this works. Like, is a robot going to be behind the plate? And then it will just call ball or strike? Or does the human operating the robot make that call? Well, MLB says robot umpires will be used at some spring training ballparks in Florida. Dude, this is going to be nuts. <laughs> so now when, like, when, like, Bryce Harper turns around, he's going to be yelling at a robot. <laughs> and the robot's not even going to respond to him. Now, two things that you can take the bat to the robot. <laughs> you could do that. Or B, the robot's thing. just never going to eject you. Could you imagine? You are ejected. <laughs> please leave. Do not talk back to me, please. <laughs> the Independent Atlantic League. Sorry. <laughs> Your voice. Uh, the Independent Atlantic League became the first American professional league to let a computer call balls and strikes. They had an all-star game back in 2019, and they've experimented with this uh, what's called an automated ball and strike system, or ABS. Uh, and they experimented with it during the second half of that season. It was used in the Arizona Fall League for prospects in 2019, but it did draw a lot of complaints, as you might guess, on its calls on breaking balls particularly. Oh, I'm sure it did. 5242 says it's a horrible idea. Uh, it was used in eight of nine ballparks at the Low A Southeast League in 2020. That is crazy. They're, they're really man. I cannot wait to go to a bees game this this spring and see that. Uh, Chris Marinak, he's Major League Baseball's chief operations and strategy officer. This was last spring. He said it's hard to handicap if, when, or how it might be employed at the major league level. Because it is a pretty substantial difference from the way the game is called today. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we have the technology. We do. Should we use it? Just give it a try. Let's see how it goes. And if we hate it, we can get rid of it. I mean, it's the like, robots aren't going to feel bad. They don't have any feelings. It's like instant replay. We have the ability to get the, the call right. But how much does it affect the game and slow it down and change the game? Yeah, like what if the robot runs out of batteries? <laughs> Low battery life. Need double A's. Can somebody hack in? <laughs> Expand the strike zone? Beat or the batter. Strike three. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. Dude, that'd be so cool. A little dangerous. Defective robot. Beat somebody. Strike three. <laughs> All right, so the Aggies are taking on Boise State tonight. Uh, big showdown in the spectrum. KVNU game night with their pregame coverage will start at 6 o'clock. KVNU, 610 AM, 102.1 FM. And then as soon as the game is over, they'll be on again. Al Lewis, Jalen Moore, John Russell taking your calls and texts to make sense of what happened in the spectrum. Um, but there's other games going on as well, and let's do this. We'll take a step aside, find out for the Mountain West, an update on other games in Mountain West Conference basketball and on the other side, we'll hear from John Oglesby about this new rule, not about uh, computerized robots, but shot clocks coming to high school basketball implemented as early as next season. So stick around. That's coming up next on the Full Court Press. This is your Mountain West Basketball Update with Matt and Everett. New Mexico kept it close in Fort Collins, but Colorado State moved to a conference-best 14-1 record after defeating the Lobos 80-74 Wednesday night. Leading the charge as he so often does, David Roddy dropped a game-high 21 points along with seven rebounds in a well-rounded win for the Rams. Nine lead changes in the game. Roddy for three. Yes, sir! 
From the left wing, he rips the triple. Brian Roth on Learfield. No Graham E.K., no problem for the Wyoming Cowboys on Wednesday as they were able to down San Jose State 84-69 thanks to a strong performance from Drake Jeffries, who was one of five Cowboys to score at least 14 points. Here's Reese Monica with the call. Jeffries, left side for three. Good. Good skip pass from Lower right to high left, and Jeffries knocks down the three. After Utah State jumped out to a 16-point lead in the first half on Tuesday, Orlando Robinson and the Fresno State Bulldogs went on a tear in the second half, outscoring the Aggies 40-23 in an eventual 61-54 win at home. Lane takes left, goes up with a right hook. Beauty. What a move by Robinson to kiss it in for two. And the dogs have trimmed that lead all the way down to four. Paul Leffler on the call. Also on Tuesday, Boise State upped its winning streak to 10 straight games and moved to 4-0 in Mountain West play with a 62-56 win over Air Force thanks to a season-high 20 turnovers forced by the Broncos. Degenhart with a steal. Stole it from Vanderswag. Degenhart goes in and finishes with a two-handed dunk. That's Bob Beeler on Learfield. Freshman forward Tyson Dagenhart paced all scores with 19 points as the Broncos advanced to 13-4 overall on the season. On Monday in Reno, Wyoming had two starters score 20-plus points and four scorers score in double digits total in a 77-67 victory over the Nevada Wolfpack in their first of two eventual games thus far this week. And in a rescheduled game for both teams on Monday night in San Jose, UNLV was able to run over San Jose State thanks to another 20-point game from standout wing Donovan Williams in an 81-56 final. And that's your Mountain West basketball update. I'm Matt Never. The Karen Nielsen Guild Mortgage Team will help you find the loan to fit your life. Guild Mortgage offers hundreds of loan products for a wide variety of borrowers, including first-time home buyers, military families, and rural residents. Guild Mortgage also offers many state, county, and city housing programs that provide down payment assistance. At Guild, they work hard to deliver what matters most to you with a loan that fits your life. Call 435-294-2480 or Google Karen at Guild Mortgage. NMLS 3274 and Equal housing lender. Since 1990, the Logo Shop has been your source for customized logoed items for businesses, teams, and booster clubs. The Logo Shop can customize your logo on thousands of items. When it's important to make an impression, have the Logo Shop embroider your logo on apparel from Nike, Travis Matthew, OGO, North Face, Under Armour, and Carhartt. Team shirts, uniforms, pens, water bottles, clocks, rugs, golf balls. The Logo Shop can put your logo on anything. The Logo Shop. It's the perfect time to get rid of that old wood stove or put an insert in that old fireplace because the state of Utah's wood stove and fireplace changeout program is back. Advanced Fireplace and Stove says let the government foot the bill up to $3,800 towards your new heat and glow gas insert or fireplace or Vermont casting stove. Do you live in Idaho? No worries. Idaho's changeout program is in full swing. They can assist in the Idaho wood changeout too. Advanced Fireplace and Stove, 435-753-3734 or at advancedfireplaceandstove.com. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, The Fan. Welcome back to the Full Court Press, 435-339-0321 if you want to weigh in. 2417 texting in. I've already waited 42 years. What's a few more <laughs> regarding the Jazz? Uh, and quit saying that they're headed to Vegas. I agree. They're, they're not heading to Vegas. That is not happening. Uh, big news today with uh, high school basketball. 
and uh, what's going on with the shot clock era is coming to high school hoops. News today coming out of the Utah High School Activities Association, uh, adopting shot clocks for high school hoops for both, uh, for both boys and girls basketball. And uh, with us now here in the Full Court Press, John Oglesby. He's with the Utah High School Activities Association. John, thanks for your time today. I know this is a big announcement that has some people really excited, while others feel like this will fundamentally change high school basketball in Utah, and maybe not for a good way. So, uh, thanks for joining us, first of all. And and uh, how did this how did this come about? Well, thanks for having me. Always good to be on. Uh, always good to be on with both of you. Um, really, it just came about uh, last spring. Uh, the National Federation of State High School Associations, which we're a part of. Um, that creates playing rules for high school basketball in the United States, um, allowed for states to consider adopting a shot clock in high school basketball beginning with the 2022-23 season. So our executive committee, as well as our board of trustees, authorized for the creation of a steering committee um, consisting principals and superintendents, coaches, and officials from around the state. And from that, um, the governing boards were able to see that there was pretty sincere interest across the state in adding a shot clock. And then our executive committee last week uh, approved, or I should say recommended to our board of trustees for the shot clock to be added at varsity boys and girls basketball, 1A through 6A. And then earlier Today, our board of trustees passed that. So, very, very exciting for the future of high school basketball in our state. John, did you hear and get suggestions from coaches around the state about adding a shot clock? And if so, how far back have you been getting suggestions about it? I know it's been a topic of conversation. This is my fifth year um, at the UHSA office. It's been a topic of conversation my entire time at the association and I know predates me by quite a long ways. And so uh, it, it's been something that's been talked about for some time. And I think, again, the, the roadblock has always been the national rules didn't allow for it, and now they do. And so our state association made the decision through our governing boards to go that way, and I think it's going to be a positive thing. Okay, so you alluded to something I was going to ask. Are there other? Were there other states... Or that had shot clocks, or was it nobody could do it until this national group came together last spring? Yeah, so there were states that did, yet uh, California on the West Coast is is one of the best examples. Um, But doing that took you out of being able to have a voice uh, on the national rules. It took you out from being able to access certain resources uh, for training officials, that you're entitled as a 100% state with the NFHS. And so from that, um, it just never made much sense that there wasn't a lot of interest from our governing board to do such a thing. Um, but that day has changed, and, and Utah decided to change with it. And I understand Montana, just, just earlier this week, they also adopted it. There's probably a, a dozen or so states now since this decision last spring, adopting it. Yeah, as a lot of us have kind of got into our spring uh, board meetings and such, you've seen uh, a number of states around the country 
address that they were considering it, Montana being a notable one. And uh, I expect you'll probably see a lot more around the make that decision. Hey, what's the design going to be like to put the shot clock in a gym? Because I don't think any gym has one right now, or at least a design for it. Are you going to require each school to have it in the same location so that there's a familiarity of where the shot clock is going to be, or how will that work? Yeah, so the nice thing, Ajay, is it's already standardized in the NFHRS rules where it has to be. So it has to be uh, on the basket. You know, you guys are sports junkies like me. Do you remember the old days when it used to be in the corner and oh, like yeah. an NBA game or something like that? There, there won't be any of that. Um, and, and again, the NFHS did a great job of answering a lot of those questions for the state associations. So our our schools will adopt that as our association adopts it. And for next year, it is varsity play, and then schools. And regions will make a decision about any sub-varsity usage of the shot clock. So, really pretty wide latitude going forward. Certainly a decision like this, there's a significant you know, cost with adding new equipment and you know, training clock operators and training officials. Is there any assistance that comes from UHSA or NFHS? Or is every school, every region kind of on their own to come up with the funds necessary for these for this, uh, just now putting all the equipment and training together? Well, cost was a, a big question that came up from day one um, as part of this, Eric, and that's where having school board members and superintendents involved in our steering committee was so critical, and through the discussions that they had with their peers and counterparts around the state, it became very apparent that districts, were supportive of adding this because they felt that it benefited students and it benefited student-athletes. And from that, um, the superintendents and the school board members and principals, which make up our board of trustees, had very little concern about adding it statewide. How do you think it will affect the game of basketball for high school? Um, I think the biggest change will be in the end of game. I think what you'll see is you'll see teams make changes in terms of how they manage the last chap. Other than that, I really don't think it'll have a big difference. Um, if you were to look nationally and even just anecdotally watch a lot of our games, you would see that most shots are taken well before there's 35. However, it will alter end-of-game sequences when teams had a five- or six-point lead where they were able to then, quote-unquote, take the air out of the ball and and really try to control possession. Now they won't be able to do that. I remember, gosh, when I was in high school, our team went to the, the state playoffs, and the, the plan was just hold the ball. <laughs> until they come and pressure and do the five-second rule, you dribble, dribble, pass, and then the next guy just holds the ball. And it was so boring. But uh, this this could be really interesting to see how it plays out and changes high school basketball and prepares these athletes for the next level where shot clocks are used. So I think it's really interesting. And I guess my last question for you, John, is I know this news just broke today, but what what kind of response has your office received in light of today's news already? Well, I, I will tell you that we had a phone call from a, an anonymous 
citizen saying thank you. And uh, I can tell you the number of calls we've gotten at our office like that in my tenure have been relatively few and far between. So it um, shows me that the general public is interested, heard from some coaches, um, from some administrators. You know, it's easy to read uh, mentions on social media to kind of use that as an unofficial barometer. So I would say for the most part, people are happy. We're not always trying to make decisions based upon um you know, how people on social media or, or, you know, email or anonymous folks are going to feel. But, you know, it's definitely good when you do make a decision when, when as an association and you see that type of positive feedback. So we're really excited and looking forward to, uh, to what's to come, and we're glad that um, a lot of people are very happy with our board's decision today. John, I got to ask you: It's at thirty-five seconds right now. Do you anticipate it being lowered to thirty seconds at some point in the future? Um, our 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 board is very much just as how we didn't add a shot clock when the NFHS didn't allow for it. I don't see us changing anything on terms of our clock until uh, the NFHS rules committee would consider it. Uh, makes sense. Hey, John, greatly appreciate your time. Thanks for taking it to do so. I know you're a busy guy. Uh, best wishes throughout the rest of the winter sports season. Well, I am not as busy as as Eric or as the, the radio voice of the Utah <laughs> State women's basketball team. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's always a pleasure <laughs> to be on. Eric's not that busy. You know, it's, it's, just, it's a, just me and you. a couple minutes for you guys. Uh, <laughs> I was glad you had me on. Thank you. Hey, you're the best, John. Appreciate you. Thanks. All right, uh, John Oglesby. Uh, it was really good to get with us as this news broke today. And, uh, yeah, shot clock coming to high school basketball. And uh, starting this next year, 35-second um, shot clock. And uh, we didn't didn't ask a, a specific dollar figure, but it was interesting to, to hear him say that um, um, the school board members, superintendents, they were on the steering committee, and they did feel strongly uh, about uh, rolling this out and had very little concern about what kind of cost it would entail uh, to get it involved to uh, implement it statewide. So uh, very interesting to see it happen. I'm excited for it. I think it'll be a, a good thing. Yes, it might be a little bit sloppy in the early stages of this as teams start to adapt and figure out that uh, we have to actually initiate our offense a lot quicker. Um, but um, uh, it's going to take away from a lot of boring basketball, I think. may may not necessarily help sloppy basketball, at least in the early stages. But uh, I personally, I'm happy about the news today. Good to see this happen. I think it's a positive uh, move in the right direction for high school hoops. And uh, excited to see how that starts to work next year. But uh, we got some interesting games in high school hoops going on right now. And uh, we'll get into that a little bit more tomorrow with uh, Region 11 basketball going on. We got girls basketball going on tonight, but more importantly, Utah State basketball going on tonight. Utah State, Boise State, big showdown in the Mountain West Conference. Can Utah State get back on track and just get over the hump and get that victory? Al Lewis and Jalen Moore will be breaking it down starting at six on KVNU, our sister station. So flip your station over and listen to them as you head up to the game.